Don't worry about it. What is going on, everybody? This is the Swift and Prime podcast. And today we have two artists on the show. We have two guests. Um, So they're going to be blessing us with some amazing shit, some music. We're going to talk about everything today. Um, Yeah. So first off, um, let's introduce. So I want you guys to introduce yourselves. All right. So say your name. We'll start with uh, Lou. Start with Uh, you and then we'll go to Chaz. All right. Uh, What's up? My name is Luce Lago. I am a artist and songwriter from God. And (laughs) just go by Lou usually. But yes. Nice. That's what's up. Sweet, simple. Lou. I dig it. So go ahead. Oh, and I'm Chaz Momoto. Um, I'm a part of a songwriting production collective called The Brews, and I'm from Kalihi K Town. Oh yeah, yes, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Sir. Talk about it. Uh, what's up? And my name is Shoctimus Prime, and I represent Cybertron Entertainment. Um, I am gang. a DJ. I am a producer. <clears throat> uh, I recently became a podcaster. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a narrator, and uh, keep getting hinted to do voice uh, voice Brad. acting and yeah, voice, you have a voice for it. Voice work, dog, doesn't he? And, um, yeah, encourage. See, you know, oh, encourage that guy. Yeah, you turn turn your headphones up. Let me talk. You sound to you like um, what's his name from <laughs> the guy who streams for Among Us? What's that dude? Um, <laughs> Corpse. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Corpse, corpse husband. Uh, he's a streamer, dude. Oh no, no. Corpse? That's that's a good rabbit hole to go down on. I gotta um, go here. Let me take. Oh, a now I gotta look. Talking now. about it. Yeah, hold up, hold if up. there's somebody out there trying to intimidate like me, then I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to assassinate his ass. But uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. And and then uh, DJ Swift. Um, I am DJ Swift. I DJ. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a lover. I'm a fighter. Um, <laughs> I like coffee and I like Dang. long walks on the beach. Yeah, he does. And I do actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like adventure. You know, I think that with I have, you know, four kids and, and we love to go on adventures. Wow. Um, I think it's super dope. And I think it's super dope. I'm a creative. You know, I'm also a podcaster as well, too. So, yeah, yep. I love it. Shit is dope, man. Yep. Yep. Welcome to the show. Yeah. So uh, we we want to we want to get into um, what you guys have been worked on. You guys have been working on. Um, but I want to I want to kind of let you guys roll with it. You guys have been working on stuff for a while. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. And you and I'm ready with the handoff of what this project that we we talked about uh, cosign the track cosign. Oh yeah, um, we're we're spreading that around. We're we're texting that to everybody. Hey, check this song out. Listen to this song. You got to hear this. Check this out. Give me some feedback. What you think? And everybody's like, "Ooh, that's catchy." Ooh, you know, everyone starts bopping with it. Like, okay, and and you get should we get the snaps are having. Like, okay, no doubt. As a producer, um, I love to throw ear candy in music 
That's my dude. Thing. There's a lot of little ear candy because I was like, wait, wait, wait. Is he got a little? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this dude's t- look at look at look at look at this guy. Look at this guy slipping this little secret ear candy all sprinkling all in there. Talk about let's let's talk about it. Let's take, take you guys you know, the process. Take us through that that process. What's going on? Um. Well, so my team and I, we like make music um, with and for artists. We like write and produce. And um, we got turned on to Lucy Lago like a year ago. There was an artist that, uh, EDM artist that we were working with here in Honolulu. And I kept asking, um, because I I had lived on the mainland. I was in LA for like five years and I came back right before the pandemic. And I was asking around town, I was like, hey, who's like a really good like female vocalist, rapper? And um, my friend just kept telling me about this girl, Lou. She was like, you got to check out Lucy Lago. She's the best. I don't know about <laughs> many other like female MCs. On yeah. the and so I was like, oh, OK, you know, so I checked out Lou's stuff and I was like, oh, perfect. You know, at some point, if we need like a collaborator for a song that's can rap and is female and just can like rock the energy. She's going to be the first person I like very strange and weirdly like cold message on Insta. Like, Hey, Mm. you know, you don't know me. I'm not some weirdo. Like (laughs) would you get down to collab on a song? And so, Mm. um, I guess like we're very privileged that we get to, um, make a lot of music and we, we get a lot of, um, budget from our publisher to, Pay people locally to like collaborate with us. Mm. So Lou was an instance of like our publisher was like, hey, um, maybe this year you guys can make us more like pop hip hop songs, you know? Yeah. And um, I guess they were really interested in like upbeat music for TikTok. All so right. they were like, can mm. you like write music for TikTok? It was essentially their mm. ask. Hey man, that's where it's going. That's and we going. were like we're all we're we're here for it let's do it and so lou you were literally the only person i could find that was like a female mc with like tons of energy and attitude and we had like no idea with her coming into the studio um if it was going to be like real or not you know because you can never really tell right on instagram and youtube like everyone is going to show the best version of themselves publicly um and lou came in and she like smashed it like I think you were in and out like recording. You finished everything in like less than two hours. It was so wow. fast. And we had never met you before. Um, <laughs> yeah. We never worked together. Like you literally just like came in and just like smashed. She's a pro. Uh, yeah. And that's so rare. You know, it's like super, right. super rare to find someone that it comes prepared, but also just can just like spit and like pivot quickly. Mm. You know, it's like, hey, can you? give uh, more of this type of energy or emotion and uh lou was just so masterful like you, you can just tell like when someone's been recording in front of a microphone for years and that was like the kind of you know Damn. feeling we got nice. you know? yeah. wow i'm like blushing here <laughs> <laughs> you got oh. skills yeah. you got skills man like did you feel that like did you feel that way like when you went in there like what was the yeah, process was- for you I try to keep uh, very low expectations for new situations um, naturally, uh, but I was I was really pleasantly surprised um, by the whole experience. I know that I 
I wasn't really worried at all. I felt pretty confident walking in just because I knew that I had been sort of um, recommended to them. And I wanted to make sure that I didn't let that person down, the person who recommended me. I was like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do my thing. Especially I had never had like a paid like gig before. So I was like, okay, we're going to give our best version of ourselves. I mean, regardless of money, of course, but right, right. it was a, it was a super good experience. There was a lot of um, like, we, you know, talked a little bit just to get um, like comfortable feel for each other. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was super cool, very nice ambiance. So they had like a little candlelit. I was like, oh, okay. They prepared. Got to, man. <laughs> vibe, man. It's all about the vibe. It is. Talk about a loose egg. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like something that I do notice when I am working with other people who are recording me is. You got the candle. <laughs> Very nice detail. <laughs> yeah, something I tend to notice is um, I I won't have a engineer that's always on the same speed as me. So like I'm I'm in there. I'm just like bullet train. I'm ready to go. Yeah, and they were able to match like my speed perfectly because it's like if I have if I have the feeling, well, you know, you want to execute it right away. And yeah. we were both able to just work very quickly through it. And that's something that I really like. I was just like, oh, yes, this is great. Oh, that's cool. Hey, that's that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah. Now, so so you guys linked up and you did this one track. Mm-hmm. We did this one song. OK, so I'll mm-hmm. give I'll give a little background here. Um, so what brought you guys to the to my forefront? Um, what put you guys on my radar? was Thomas Iannucci. Thomas. He spoke very highly of both of y'all. And he's like, you gotta get the, you gotta get with the bruise, bro. You got it. So we, we like, we, we were cutting our podcast and then we, we got off, uh, got offline and then jumped and then jumped on another like uh call or something. He's like, dude, you know, you got, you gotta hit, you gotta hit up Lucy Lago. And at the time, sorry, I didn't know how to say your name. So I was like, Lu- Lucy Lago. Okay. Lucy. And then, I just learned it's, it's Luce. It's a little more flavor Luce. with the, you know, hey, with the Luce, you know, talk I about like to, Yeah. I like give the reminder for yeah. people who have a hard time re- remembering. It rhymes with who made tacos. Who made tacos? Luce Lago. Luce Lago. That's <laughs> 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 what's up. Hey, what kind of tacos, though? What kind of tacos? Oh. Any kind. There's something for everyone. Even the vegans. And Even the I don't vegans. know. It's a it's a wasteland for like tacos here on Oahu, man. It's so sad. Really? So sad. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I found that on outer islands, you have better, like more like true to the art form um tacos than we have on Hon- in Honolulu. Really? It's, um, yeah. I was okay. just in Kauai with Thomas and he took me to this sh- this little truck and it was incredible. I was yeah. like I've been to like 10 spots on Oahu since I came back from LA and it's just been like disappointment after disappointment. Oh, that's cuz you came from LA. That's why <laughs> you're a little bit closer yeah. to the motherland. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Taco Taco Paradise. My yeah. my wife is from San Diego. Yes. So we're we're 
and I'm from San Jose, California. Uh, so we're San Ho. We're a little bit um, taco yeah. snobbish, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kinda. we definitely are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not too impressed with the tacos, even on the island right now. Some of them are great. Some of them are good. Some of them, the cook doesn't love you. Yeah, it's hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's that one place that we go to though? Lawn Los Plub. Oh, La Los La Plob La Plo. See, no, see. Ploblano. La Ploblano. Ploblano. I need a Corona. So, so in Kihei, it'll come right out. La Ploblano. Yeah. Ooh, that <laughs> place so far. Yeah. yeah On the south side, was... they just popped up, and they're you know yeah, yeah. they're 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 <laughs> legit. Um, you, it feels like a party when you go up in there, like a fiesta. There's um, there's like all these rainbow colored umbrellas all over the ceiling. I'm gonna uh, come out. I'm gonna come out in Maui in like the next couple months. I'm yeah. supposed to come out and like um supposed to like write with some artists out there and check yeah. out my friends at Made in Hope. But yeah, if okay. you got good tacos, man. I'm like I'm for it. I'm I love food in Maui. Like, um, mm. is the original shrimp truck still around? So there, spot. There's the shrimp holly now. There's actually two of them. <clears throat> shrimp holly. And I don't I think there is there is still a shrimp truck rolling around. Um there's multiple places where they have like gatherings of, of food trucks now. Yeah. It's becoming yeah. like the new thing, like mm. food truck gathering. Yeah. You know. Awesome. Yeah. It's like that's the new thing to do. I've I've um we got a we made a connect um I go out and spin yeah. at this Ooh. at this chicken wing spot, and he, oh, nice. he he has me come spin for him. Like you know, every couple of months, he's like, "Dude, let's do it on a Saturday. We're gonna blow it up. It's gonna be shocked him this Saturday. You can come out and oh, that's sick. You know, that's throw down, do do a set, and blah blah blah. And he's and and can you do raffle too? He's like, you, you you're great at it. Come on, <laughs> oh dude, you don't oh, know how much I." How much I hate doing raffles, but I always get handed. Yeah, can you do the raffle here? Can you do? It? Oh, because you have the mic, right? Oh, you're an MC too, yeah, right? Yeah. All right, coming <laughs> up, we're looking for two, two, seven, <laughs> two, two, seven going once, two, two, seven going twice. Oh, two, two, seven went home already. Dude, it's like, oh my god! I'm at, and it's, I'm at a food truck doing a raffle, bro. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> we got a gift shirt and we got a hot sauce. Hey, but it's fun, right? We make it fun, dude. Yeah. We make it fun. We used to be rec leaders back in the day, so like just oh, yeah. you you know when it's time to turn on the like, all right, let's just let's just clown around for a good forty five minutes. Here we go. Let's put on the show. So when I wake up. Yeah, dude. Just kick <laughs> kick it on. Kick it on. So, um, I, so I wanted to ask, uh, Luce, you, so you, I, I did a little bit of, you Lago. know, Instagram Lago. digging, <laughs> Luce, Luce Lago made them tacos. Holla, yes. <laughs> Holla at your boy yeah, with the tacos. I didn't, um, I didn't eat dinner yet. So I'm like kind of a little spacey right now and, uh, <laughs> a little, yeah, I'm all over the place, but I wanted to ask you, it seems like you, you're in a, like a, you just graduated from something. You, yes. Can you talk about that? Can you catch us up on speed? What's going on with that? Yes. So the same day that we had dropped the song Cosine was the day that I actually graduated from Honolulu Community College with my degree in music and entertainment business. Ooh, nice. Yeah. All right. It's been pretty rough um, going like through the pandemic and like 
trying to stay engaged in classes, especially there's um, classes like a concert and event production. And you're like, how do you do that online? (laughs) Yeah. When nobody can be anywhere. So um, yeah, it actually took me an extra year to complete just because of that. They're like, how, how are we going to teach these classes to people online? It doesn't, it's like it's like cosmetology you can't teach someone how to cut hair online and so it's just right virtual <laughs> fruit ninja so we're gonna play fruit ninja and want your high scores <laughs> and that's how you're gonna do becky's bangs you're gonna <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah um, i think it was the honolulu institute of hair design or something that place in chinatown oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um i went to get my hair cut there once it was actually when i like had super long hair oh my gosh during the pandemic and they were telling me that's how they were doing school for a minute like online like cutting <laughs> like, best oh. with a mouse did uh, people have did people have like dummies or something oh my god like how did they virtual haircutting virtual oh. how do you are just a haircutting app yeah they have to just like normally pull people off the street right just pull yeah oh my goodness this is nuts uh, the yeah. first, I, w- I will say about that institute in Chinatown, Lou, mm. the first um, rapper I ever worked with, um, he wanted to become a hairdresser or like a stylist. And so he, he didn't have any money. So like I lent him money to, and I put him through that program, um, the hair institute. Wow. And then after he graduated and he had money, he paid me back. Um, but yeah, I would like drop him off like he was like crashing like on my he essentially lived for with me for a little bit like it was like a weird circumstance like i got kicked out of my house and went to go live with him and then when i showed up he got kicked out of his, his house oh, so boy. we ended up back at my my parents place when i was in college oh man <laughs> yeah. the, the struggle is real hey. the struggle man the struggle is real the struggle is real, I can't, tell you, real. I can't tell you how many times i crashed on this guy's couch back in the day man I crashed on his couch, cut, dude, for like three months when I moved here. That's <laughs> how. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how, man. It's Ohana. Yeah. That's how you become. That's how you become real yeah. Ohana, dude. It's like, uh, can you get your laundry out the? Chonies. So Lou is, um, you know, she not only did she just graduate and drop a single with us, but she's about to ship out and go to um Belmont in Nashville to um continue her studies in music business um, up in Nashville. So we're really sad. We're losing her, man, in like, what, two weeks? Um, This is my last full week, actually. Damn it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we, we have her coming into the studio tomorrow to record a different song. Oh. Um, And the cool thing, too, is like, um, at the beginning of this year, Lou reached out and it's like, Hey, can I like do my, um, internship with you guys? I need to do an internship before I graduate. And so Lou, um, and her classmate, Alex came as a, our interns after yes. our, our initial meeting. And now that Lou's graduated, she's, um, done with her internship, but he, she, uh, technically works for us like you, you know you we work together you work for our business and um we continue to do music business related things together like a lot of it is like pub- publishing administration um work you know working on catalogs making sure people are like getting their money yeah oh nice yeah. that's part of that's it man what's up. 
Some yeah. there's, there's a there's an avenue for for a lot of stuff. We, so as you can, you're going to Nashville, mm-hmm. say that. What's the name of the institute? Uh, Belmont. Yeah, Belmont University. So, so Belmont, and and oh, just okay. so man, so where um, the business aspect of music, like this is this is interesting. This like, is really interesting. Yeah. I yeah. kind of want to know where do you want to like what do you ultimately want to do with it? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. so my like like in a perfect world scenario, <laughs> I really just want to like be an artist and songwriter. I really um like in performing live. Performing live is like my safe version of drugs. Like I love it more than anything. Mm. Um so yeah, essentially that's that's the dream, but I basically joined school in the first place as soon as I graduated high school because I was like if I'm going to do this with my life knowing how there's a lot of other people trying to do it. Right. Like I'd rather pay a little money to it's almost like getting myself a ladder yeah. and just, and just kind of going yeah. up rather than mm-hmm. okay, I gotta find all the wood to make mm-hmm. these, these stairs, stairs. And, and yeah, it just, yeah. Felt, it just felt like that was what I needed to do. Okay. And basically it worked because through that I found Chaz and then through Chaz, I have found all these crazy opportunities already. And Oh, I only started working with him like late last year. So mm. I'm like, okay, we're, yeah. We're, we're buying an extension for the ladder, maybe. We're yeah. going into the attic now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah that's what's up. I'm stoked that like you get to go to college and like not have to worry about like getting a job at like some food, you know, establishment. Like honestly, you can yeah. Just, like, continue to work remotely. Um and just like, you know, put the time you need to into your education and like networking out there in Nashville. So the yeah. so the continuation is going to be she's still going to be working with with you guys, Chess. Yep. Oh, sweet. So remote. Yeah. yeah. That's so. how. That's, that's how we how do it. Should it should be right. You know, yeah. like I don't believe in like internships or even like mentorships that are like free labor. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. like laws that protect people from those scenarios in LA. Right. Even right. though it still happens. Yeah. Um, but it's like everyone wants free help. But I think it goes both ways as like as much as Lou um, spends her time and uh, poured into us, we have to be committed to like a relationship to making sure that she's going to be okay, you know, when she graduates from college. And if she uh, is in pursuit of her career and she um, quits or gives up, I feel that responsibility that mm. like man we didn't do enough to help or resource her and continue right. pushing her in that direction towards her goal right. um right. i i i don't know how to like live under those circumstances you know it's like i don't want i don't know it's just i feel like no one like no one needs another person to like come in and out of their life especially like when you're like fresh out of college it's like such a hard time to like navigate like adulthood yeah you know they say like the yeah. leap gap here right after college and yeah. like not that you're going out of college anytime soon but 
um, I think it's really hard to like take a music course load in college in Hawaii and get a job. I think there's a challenge in that already. Yeah. It's very, yeah. it's, yeah. it's an upward, it's an upward freaking bat, uphill battle. Yeah. And then in this, you know, in the music industry, not everybody you meet is who they, they say they are. Say they are. Yeah. yeah. Not not everybody who you come across and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna do this thing together," is really have your best. And you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, we, it's we, tough. But but then again, you almost you got to get those battle scars in. You got to get. You wow. got to do those like shit gigs part of my language yeah. you gotta you gotta do yeah. the bullshit gig Honestly, yeah so yeah. you can so you can see that like oh yeah, yeah this dude he full of crap oh that this yeah. girl she's a mess <laughs> we're not we're not these people don't the electricity doesn't even work at this point we're not no 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 yeah. so you have to you have to know what you're getting yourself into before you yeah. You know, before you really can, you're being, oh, yeah. you get that seasoning and the, what's the word I'm looking for? Discernment. Discernment. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're definitely yeah. going to $20 word it. for the day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Some vocabulary yeah. right hey, there. Hey, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, that's like absolutely true. Like, that's why like the brewers, like we don't, we don't really like record or like produce artists. Mm. We kind of gave that up a couple years ago. Like, you know, old to Thomas, Th- Thomas's last record was the last record we ever produced. Um, because, and Thomas is someone I've like ran with for like years, you know, um, I think we met in like 2015 or 16 and, um, you know, I slowly like worked and just like taught him whatever he wanted to know. And, you know, we made that record together, but what I find is that if an artist doesn't have that perspective, like you guys, you're describing like what it takes, like to make a record, there's no value in working with people that want to work with you, you know, because you could, you would treat that same experience the same anywhere else you went after that. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas like, you know, after you've spent the time and the money making your own record, you're able to look back like, wow, that's what that money gave me. And that's what I'm getting out of this. Like you have like a point of reference, you know? Um, And yeah. I think it's really special that we get to work with artists now, but we're not like pressing them to like, Oh, you know, like hire us to like record you. It's, it's really like a really safe mutual place where we're, we're just like pure collaborators and we're not using artists to fulfill our will. You know, there's a lot of that. Mm. Like people have like these visions for their companies and they're trying to like place people in like the workload to execute those visions. And I feel like, there's a lot of businesses that can do that. And that's just not something that we're trying to build our business around. We just, we just want to make our little family, our little community, you know, yeah. and hopefully in five or 10 years, you know, we all look better than when we started. Right. Yeah. 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 I can feel that. I can feel that, that vibe, which is really dope. Um, <clears throat> Cause that was my question is like, what do you guys actually do? You know, that's the question. And <laughs> yeah, what no, one no one knows. No one knows, right? But the vibe yeah. is that you're saying we're going to grow with the artists that we work with, and we're going to bridge the gap. We're going to to remove that negativity 
uh, from the equation, which which what is what it sounds like, which is pretty really dope. Right. Um, because yeah, Nashville and Los Angeles, I mean, those are the capitals of music, yeah. you know, of of you know that I know of, right? Yeah. And I can easily just spit names right now, you know. What I mean? Oh, now right. okay, so you want to talk to this person? You want to talk to that person? But it's like, hey, look, you know, maybe God doesn't want that. Maybe you already have a path. Maybe yeah. you have to find your own path. You know, maybe there's, you know, and I like how you said, like, you, you have to, you're going to have to build that, that backbone as you go. You know what I mean? And I, I love encouraging people and, you know, it, the music industry, oh my gosh, like I have the love hate for it because I've never really tipped my toe into it only like for like a short period of time back in the day you know what i'm saying so it's like there's a lot of i mean i would say that my mentor if anything told me watch your just watch your back you know what i mean and i know that this is going to sound crazy and i'm always going to go there but there's a lot of sex (laughs) in the music industry where people will prey on you you Mm -hmm. know what i mean meaning like like pray like like lion you know yeah Hello. Uh, pray like over that. you. Not pray, like not like Father pray. God. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wanna... They might want to do that too. They might yeah. want to do yeah. that too. But <laughs> in a very negative way. A second yeah. Corinthians. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what? What the hell? But I just remember him like I remember him telling me, like, hey, look, you just have to be careful. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you really have to have discernment. You know, and and I've been on I've been on trips where like you think I've I've been on like Christian tours where I'm wondering if he's gonna actually name name names. If he's <laughs> not name dropping, I'm not gonna people, make it. I'm for sure. Rocket oh, Town? I, you talking about Rocket Town right now? No, no, no. I'm talking oh, okay. I'm old school. I'm talking about old old older old, than Rocket Town. Oh. I'm talking about MC Hammer. Old. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Where where he came into the, the Christian industry um from the from the secular industry and he got these people on his team and i'm just like i'm rolling with these people. i was a road manager and and i'm just like got that vibe oh my gosh dude like what are you doing dude there was one time we went to this hotel i'm sorry i'm gonna tell the story this is good stuff but like <laughs> this is juicy this, this is why is, people listen to podcasts come on this is like because i feel i you, you guys are on on the right path yeah i can i can feel that straight up like there 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 is no just I, i'm just listening and i i grab the vibe i'm like oh shit these guys okay yes this is fresh this is new and this is the reason why hammer told me this because it's like he had these people on his team that they got caught up you know and it's very easy to get caught up you know mm-hmm. you go to the hotel and there was these girls that were signaling to you know to us like hey come down here you know this is this is a this is a real story and then they started kissing and then you're just like what the heck so come to find out we you know we're young and dumb you know so we run down like some idiots we're like oh my gosh let's let's do this you know <laughs> uh not quite like that but we're you know more cool than that <laughs> but then come to find out little like go, little go-to action you know, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but then like we started talking to them and they got caught up with one of our one of the artists that i was with and i'm just like dude 
you can't be doing that. I, I had to like confront him and then he like gave them money and they, sw- they actually swindled him because they just wanted some money and they just wanted all these things. And they, he was just like, I'm, I'm with hammer. This isn't that he was trying to get into their pants. It wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I ha- now I have to do damage control because I have this man, this married man on this tour. And I'm like, you're not going to, you're, you're not going to mess with my money and you're not going to mess with my artist. You're just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had to confront him and we had this long old talk and, you know, obviously he's, he's gone. He was, he was, you know, off the tour, but remain nameless. Yeah. Yeah. You're nameless. Yeah. But it's like those things you got to watch out for because yeah. Oh, good. Oh yeah. I was like, I know that I feel like there's not that many female artists that I am super close with. I feel like there's a lot of, um, it's just a male dominated industry. It's something Mm -hmm. that we've all known, but, um, just getting to talk with some people and being like, being a, like a woman, a female in the industry is like, honestly, like you need to watch your back and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like always just thinking like, yeah, you want to make connections with people, but you also have to remember to like keep your boundaries, even though it seems like, Oh, it's this person. He can get me this type of, he or she can get me this type of opportunity. It's like, you still need to be careful. Especially, um, I started getting into the industry as soon as I graduated high school. I, um, I DM DJ Osna, Osnizzle. And I was like, hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be your intern, bro. But it didn't, I, I basically got in the studio and all that. And I learned a lot and got into my own pathway that went off into some other music that we can talk about in a bit, but I was yeah. still 17 at the time. Mm. And so just like being fresh out of high school and seeing like, you know, studio life, hip hop life, um, being around drugs and alcohol more than I had ever been in my life. Cause I was kind of a loser in high school. It was just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna stay at home, play some Pokemon, all that. Hey, <laughs> d- there's a lot of people playing Pokemon yeah. now. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. But it was like a really big, like, whoa type of moment and so i'm I'm, i was just happy that i I now have a good head on my shoulders and so i was able to be like okay this is this is what taking into uh, like observing other people's experiences i was like okay this is what i'm not gonna do Mm. now that i've seen how this has gone for this Mm. right yeah i should head in this direction more because these people their results are actually like their plans are having results and all that. Dude, that's why I think you're going to be successful is because you are wise enough to look at other people's experiences and go find out what they were and like internalize them and make your own decision of, I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. if they, this is where they um, um, misstepped or they um, didn't succeed, I'm going to try to do it better. I, I think that's a very rare, rare trait in a lot of artists. Right. Thank yeah. I try um it's it's almost like textbooks for me, just read on people's um history because I feel like uh being 
newer in the scene and a lot younger than other people. Because, I mean, I'm 20 now, but there's still a lot of people who are older than me. And lots of people just give me advice naturally because it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's just something that people do. And I'm always thinking to myself, like, where has this person been? Where are they now? Mm. Is this someone that I would want to be like? Because if this person isn't having the results that I would like, yeah. then I'm probably yeah. not, I'll listen to them, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. be polite. Yeah. yeah, I'll be nice and stuff, but it's yeah. like, probably won't put that into action. <laughs> yeah. You got Well, you got to consider the source, right? Yeah. You got to consider the source. Exactly. That's the, yeah. dis, the, the discernment, you know, that's, that's how we develop our discernment, right? We yeah. repeat mm-hmm. certain things that other people told us. And it's like, Oh damn. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That one doesn't work. You know, it's like, it's kind of like DJing, but playing a song, you're like, Oh, I really, or somebody requests a song. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I'll play the song you request. You put it on. It's whack. <laughs> the dance floor just yeah. kind of withers and dies. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Moses just parted the Red Sea up in this piece. Like, I knew this wasn't going to work. I knew it. And it's yeah. always the person, dude, if you just play this song, everybody going to go crazy, man. Like, <laughs> you know, like, no, this is like everybody loves it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're like in their own world. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's songs, hey, and there's songs and there's music for your car to freaking go hard to, yeah, and there's yeah. songs, there's songs for the dance club. There's just yeah. it just yeah. it's, it goes exactly. way, you know. Yeah. The environment that you're in, like, hey, this this some people some people run a tight ship, like when they when they spin or when they you know whatever they do. I tend to kind of have a not you know talk to talk, to, talk about what you're talking about, like. Some people party hard. Some people have that's like in their DNA. That's in their lifestyle. And they also do music or they also do, you know, whatever they do. Not knocking it. Yeah. Me, I'm a big goofball already. Yeah. A couple of good laughs, a couple of good laughs, and I'm literally high. Like I'm literally high off of me laughing. I'm just, "Ah," you know, I'm that, I'm that dude. Yeah. And if if I'm playing good music when I'm when I'm spinning, I mean unless it's somebody's wedding, I'm for I'm for real dancing. Like I'm dancing the whole like I can't stand when I see a DJ sitting down and I feel shame when I bring a chair to a DJ set only when my back's getting <laughs> But dude, I'm I'm grooving. Old I'm, man. I'm gigging, bro. I, I know I'm old. <laughs> I just had a birthday recently, so I'm yeah, I've been getting that like he's oh 50, you know, he's actually fifty. I'm like nine hundred. He looks not, good for fifty though. I'm not a tortoise. Good. I'm actually a I'm a, yeah. I was born in May, so I'm a tortoise. Um, <laughs> and I, um but you know, and, and I'm dancing and I, so I'm vibing, so my adrenaline is pumping. And then you give you a hey, let me buy you a shot, man. You, what, you want a beer? You want a beer? And I'm like, nah. Like I'm good. I'm like I'm focused. I gotta. You see, look at me. I'm a mess already. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> with these big old paws, like I, yeah. I'm constantly pressing the wrong button on stuff. I'm like, dude, I can't. I can't be like, yeah, whatever, man. Just freaking, you know, check out this scratch. Check out. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> you know, no, no, <laughs> no. You know. Yeah, I love how people like 
can I get on there right now and DJ? You're like, no, I'm working, no, bro. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. This is my job. This is my yeah. job, bro. This is this. <laughs> I made so much sacrifices for this. I I had to do so many crappy birthday parties to get to be able yeah, to afford yeah. this right here. So I can't. Yeah. No, you can't set your beer right yeah. here, booch. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even drink when I'm DJing. Like yeah. I act drunk, yeah. but I'm I there's no liquor. I that's a rule that I have. It's yeah. just I, no I'm the same way. I just can't like I tried it, you know, when I was in college. Like yeah. I cannot have liquor on the job. Like it just doesn't work. Doesn't work. I love liquor. But <laughs> the moment yeah. like, I'm on the job, it doesn't work, which is why like when you I start chilling. Yeah. Like so after I left my band that I was in in 2017, I was out in LA. The first thing I did, I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to get into mixology. She was like, why? I was like, because I couldn't drink on the job for five years. And now I want a hobby that's not music where I can drink on the job. Oh. And she's like, she was like all for it. So hence, yeah, the bar. That's like, oh. you know, some people, you know, like their fun is like surfing. My thing is like that. Yeah, what are you drinking right now, though, in your glass? Oh, you- just this is like um, this is some bourbon from Portland. It's called Burnside. They're oh, Burnside. Like, it's like a small like yeah. company in town, but they like it's it's so cheap. Like you could buy a bottle of Jim Bean, or you could mm-hmm. buy Burnside in Portland. And yeah. to my knowledge, they don't really export it out, but it's so good for the value. Okay. Um, so um, my partners and I, we like to go to Portland where um, our publisher is based and we'll like lock ourselves in a studio for like a week or two weeks. And while we're there, we always have to buy a bottle of the burn nice. side, but we don't drink on the job. It's like after work, but after, right. Yeah. But we, we, we love it. That's but you're drinking right now because you're, you're in your element. Yeah. And I love that. That's pretty dope. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, I forgot. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking too much. No, I <laughs> no, actually haven't been. I would love to. Yeah. Dude, I, I've made it through. I don't even think. Oh, no. Somebody did give me a shot. I think it was you. No. Somebody. Or maybe it, was, it was my wife. Somebody yeah, gave it was me your a wife. shot. It wasn't me. Uh, on my, somebody came up and was like, here. I was like, oh, okay. Gosh, dang it. Um, <laughs> Sucker. On the night of my birthday, I DJed at this little bar. And that was that was like, we turned it into my, we flipped it into my birthday party. So speaking of the brews, um, that's is that that kind of where let's talk about Manao. Let's let's get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because real the, quick, the I'll bring it behind the name. Yeah, and yes. I'll br- I'll bring it down to you real quick. Shocktimus yeah. Prime. You kind of you can kind of already yeah. Get, you get it. You get it. All right, yeah. your it's turn. <laughs> the brews. So the brews, like, um, it comes from like artisanal um craftsmanship culture like Mm. you see all these different types of products go through um artisanal waves in la um and japan as well i love japan is like one of the most inspiring places for me to like visit the dedication um yeah and you see that dedication right like Mm. there's a reason why like for me as a customer i'm willing to buy a six seven dollar cup of coffee every day, multiple times a day, because mm. I know that it's quality, it's craftsmanship it's focused. and you, it happens with everything, right? Beer, um, wine, cocktails, um, whiskey, coffee, um, tea. Like there's something yeah. about artisanal culture where 
it's not just the price point, but it's like as a consumer, as the person that's like ingesting the product, I care um, as much know about the craftsmanship as the person making it. Yeah, what, I, and, what I'm what I'm doing and what I'm experiencing. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like I'm not just buying something that's expensive, um, that should be like two dollars from Starbucks. It's like I'm buying it knowing that, like, I care about it too. I want to know about where it's from, why they made it the way they did. And um, I felt like when I lived in LA, there were all these silos of production teams Mm. and the producers there were focused on getting songs. Mm. They weren't trying to like record people, like, give me your money. I'm going to record your song. And then I'm going to give you a recording back. It was like, there was these teams of people that knew when we work together, our goal simultaneously is to make the best song we possibly can with our collaborators Mm. and um the type of people they would work with you know you're running around la and orange county you'll run into like all these young budding artists you know Mm. and i felt like one in ten artists that i would meet while i was there like might have that sauce but when i think about that same experience back home it was like man three in five artists i meet in Hawaii, like have that special, yeah, whatever it is, like raw talent, yeah, uh, that's like unique unto themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's so crazy. Like I kept asking this question, like why um, was it so hard for me and my old band to like make good records when we lived in Hawaii? Why is it that the type of recording engineers and producers that I mean in Hawaii and LA are like so different? And what it came down to at the end of the day was because of this machine, you know, it's like the part of that culture in LA is the machine of there's all these different people who collaborate together that make this product. And it's this beautiful, you know, time staking thing that they all worked on. Whereas the way we treat recordings back home is like as a service, it's, you know, you like Lou, you find me on Yelp. I would take all your money and then I make your recording and then you take that and upload it to the internet. And um, that was just like mind blowing when I, I had that revelation because what that means for us, we have some of the most celebrated internationally known artists in the entire world. Right. It's been like that for generations. Um, but there's such a competitive nature to um, artists and the producers they work with. Right. So their relationship is kind of always at odds because of the business model. And so you see artists treating their producers as like, oh, I'm work with you this one. And then I'm going to go find the next person. Somebody and then I'm going to go work with the next person. Yeah. It's not like hip hop, like in LA, you know, like Kendrick comes up with his boy from Compton and they're yep. still together working together to this day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you don't see that oftentimes you don't see the like a machine making our music, you know, crafting it. And you also don't see um, artists sticking with their initial like collaborators throughout right. their career. So it's like Lou, like an artist like Lou is going to go look for someone better on the mainland versus like rising together, like community wise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh, so wow. that's, that was yeah. like, that's really where it came from. I wanted to find, producers and collaborators that really loved a particular lane and like needed people to work with that um complemented their weaknesses yeah yeah 
Okay. I like that. Hey. I like that community aspect. Again, yeah. it's just like, you know, for example, like Drake. So for me, I, I, I hear Drake, right? But then I don't know that he's been working with a producer that he's been working with for so many different years. So yeah. many years he's been working the same producer. Oh. And one of those producers, Static Mate, no, Static, was with Jodeci yeah. and Devante. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite band of all time. So when so Drake comes out years, years later, yeah. it's like, I don't really I like his music, but I don't know why I like his music. And then you come to find out who that who they're producing. And then it's this like, oh my gosh, you guys work together for so long. That actually makes yeah. it more special. Yeah. And so the fact that you guys would grow together 10 years from now, it's just like you 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 just did that. You grew together. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You 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 may have changed, right? You may have you've gotten better, right? You evolved. Yeah. That's dope, dude. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like yeah, I think that's so. what creates movements, right? Like yeah. you look at the Soquarians oh, yeah. and like the Roots and Erica Badu and Common and G Dilla. It's like because mm-hmm. they crewed up, because they yeah. did it as a family. Right. Um, yeah. We get to appreciate what they've built together yeah, right. today. And I always think like, man, we have such amazing artists in Hawaii and mm. we're always at odds with one another. Like I'm, I'm all for a competitive market. You know, I think that's right. great. Like that's why it's going to happen South. Right. But it's like, there's a, <laughs> there's something that happens here. I think because there isn't a lot of industry where mm. we're kind of like always playing a comparison game or like, Crabs in a bucket. Yeah, crabs Crabs in a bucket, bucket, bro. And so mm -hmm. we just like we just like tricked out. We like you know what? See, we don't don't want to participate. Nah, yeah. Um, Mm. And we just want to continue to encourage people we we work with to like, hey, if that's the producer you love, go to them. Do it. You know, if that's the recording engineer that you feel safe doing your vocals with, go to them. You know. Yeah. Um, The only thing that we we like usually say is like we would love to like write with you. You know, we would yeah. love to like, you know, make a song. And if you a project. like it, yeah. let's like do it again. And if you don't like it, you don't ever have to work with us ever again. And, and we're still going to be cool. You know, we're still going to be right. friends, you know? Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So, so.